one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, what's happening, everyone? Hope you enjoyed this show that's about to come up. Before we get to it, just want to give you all a heads up about Redmen Plus, the ultimate Liverpool streaming service. If you want more Liverpool content, both in video and podcast form, head over to redmenplus.com, sign up, and you'll get even more amazing Redmen content every single day. I promise you will not regret it. It is absolutely fantastic. Hope you enjoy this show. Hey everyone, it is the Red Men Podcast. We're doing this on a Monday because the footy got cancelled and uh, Chris and I are heading off to LA and Vegas on tour uh, with Cop Connect and the Ragamuffins and Mark Kenny and Bruce Grobler and Ronnie Whelan so we thought we'd squeeze this in much to the annoyance of Steve who wanted to do some actual work this morning. Loser. Loser. Didn't want to do actual work. You said I literally wanted to, you just literally said I wanted to do I work. I have planned to do work. The thing that work still needs doing. Yeah. <laughs> I've just got less time to do it now. Yeah. So, so, so that's all it was. Blame the FA. Um, <laughs> we are going to be talking about Liverpool's footy getting cancelled at the weekend, some of the fallout from it and all that kind of stuff. Um, we will not be going heavy in on the monarchy and royalists and all of that stuff. On that, I hope everyone is having a good morning. That being said, yeah, we will be doing that on Podcast Extra over on Remember Plus <laughs> later on. Uh, so if you want a more uncensored view of everything that we do uh, and non-footy stuff, then come and join us on Podcast Extra uh, over on RedmanPlus.com uh, about 15 minutes after this podcast. Is do you reckon finished. it'll be as popular as last week's Redman Podcast Extra? Yes, I do because that. you're on it and you're amazing. Yeah, and I might get me top off. Is that going to make it more or less popular? You ask the audience. Well, no, you've got to try the, things, haven't you? You've got the audience there, let them know. Can we put up, Joel, can you put a, po- a, a, a poll, Jesus Christ, it's easy to say, <laughs> put a poll and see whether it would make <laughs> extra more or less popular if Steve promised to take his top off? Yeah, let's, let's, let's go with that. We shall. Um, we have got some questions that we're, that we're already geared up for that. From uh, Indo Zimbo wanted to know which of the which of the Redmen will be most successful if they had, and only fans will be answering that on and plus in honour of Saskia who isn't here this week. Um, we do have a kickoff question though that is football related and it is very topical at the moment as well. Uh, from Comud twenty seven on Twitter says, if you could pick any current or former Liverpool player to be the reigning monarch, who would it be? Bracket no managers. Robbo, Andy Robbo, yeah, bit of. I think he could unite the nations. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think it's I don't think I don't think, I don't think the monarchy is Robbo's bag, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is exactly the point. Unless he's Catholic and Protestant at the same time. He's absolutely fine. He'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. I just think he'd be the king of consort, apparently. Maybe that's what it did. Like making these titles of don't he? I think he would be like his outfit would be more William Regal than Queen Elizabeth II. 
Okay, just like little little trunks. Yeah, and a, and a crown <laughs> with a big cape. trunks. I should say <laughs> big trunks, oversized wrestling undies, like black boots. Yeah, sort of cape, cape, crown, crown. Jobs are good. None of this messing around. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need any more, do you? I think James Milner would make a good monarch. Yeah, but he'd actually do it properly. Yeah, I'm here for the banter, not for the. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah, so you'll yeah. go more down the hilarious route. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think Chris would be as serious. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that path was well trodden already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I maybe just throw shade at Chris's joke as well, accidentally. Like apologies. Um, um, yes, yeah, um, Okay, yeah, cool. Gone. Who's more hilarious than Andy Robbo in Big Trunk? Joel Matip in Big Trunk. Anyone who's not English is is hilarious. Yeah, and he's also German as well. So yeah, he, 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 follows, he follows yeah. the bloodline. Yeah, he follows the bloodline. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a German who doesn't identify as German. Yeah, yeah, he fits perfectly in. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't even have like a, a black princess without the Daily Mail kicking off. Imagine having a black king, yeah. German king. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Oh, England might Slash implode. It might implode, England. <laughs> we said we weren't going in on the market. We haven't, have we? We haven't. We've gone on the people who don't. Do yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and royalists. No, uh, listen, Philly Boots, if it's for you, but imagine like, imagine that coronation, but it's like, it's, it's Joel Matip. Like waving, and oh, he would like, absolutely <laughs> have a staff of some description, Joel. Yeah, and he'd move his own little trail away. He wouldn't make someone else do it. Yeah, like a prick. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> just trying just, to get. To, I think be waving no I, sausage fingers. I, I really like. think we're, we're being a bit harsh on. King Charles, yeah, I think he was just trying to get some blood in his fingers. Or out of his fingers. No, no, it's we're going to stop, ridiculous. stop, like, stop, you know stop, stop. I mean? stop. <laughs> so, funnily enough, I went back on the um, on the MXP YouTube channel the other, the other day. I was going to try and put something in the, the, the community tab and it wouldn't work, so I left it. But I looked at what the most recent comments were and the video that still gets comments to this day Tommy, is Tommy Robinson getting milkshaked where we rip the piss out of him and it's still people going like, watch out, watch out. Tommy's about and all that is he though is he in this country no he's not no he's not idea. even in he's not even in Europe um, yeah so yeah I mean this is, this is we're, we're, I'm just saying this is what we're opening ourselves up to here fair play you're right fill your boots if you're, if you're all into it be, be into it it's absolutely fine um, I yeah I'm, I'm I'm up for I'm up for Milner I'm genuinely like you know I think he'd be he'd good, a good job I think he'd be a, a very good king he's got a well trimmed beard so I think that fits yeah, he looks a bit. I think he looks a little bit like the like the Tiger King thing from Robin Hood as well. I think. If you, if you yeah, he he would wear like sort of a puffy cape if you know what I mean. Mm. He's also well too old for the current job he's doing. Yeah, that fits in with the monarchs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh god, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah perfectly. Just, imagine right going to the job centre at seventy three, just getting a job. That would be like that couldn't happen in normal life, could it? No. Did you know? Not or B and Q. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can never find them, yeah. but they are there. I'm told yeah. in the break room. Um, did you know that only the reigning king or queen of England don't pay inheritance tax? And that he inherited 500 million and obviously did about 121 million a year. Good for him. And he's the only person that doesn't pay inheritance tax. Like Sask- hate the player. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 yeah. like Saskia said last week, get your bag, girl. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Get your bag, Charles. Um, right, Charles, yeah. We're going to let's move on. Yeah, I know, I know. We don't, it was going to happen. I, I tried my best. To, I tried my best. Tried my best to keep it. It was right. fine. We were, we were respectful. Yeah. To a point. Do we want to know how the poll's going? No. Um, would you be more or less likely to watch Podcast Extra if Steve took his top off? More likely 60%. Get in, Steve. 
I mean, that's what I wanted a bigger margin, but I'll take it. I mean, optimistically, Steve. Yeah, listen. Sixty percent is a is a oh sixty two percent now. Perfect. That is a whopping margin. Let's be perfectly honest. I'm like Flanders. I've said this before. Underneath the shirt, it it looks deceiving. It's just ripped. Yeah. Like Mo Salah. <laughs> or needs more salad. <laughs> one of the other. One of the other. Yeah, absolutely. Right, sad. Um, yeah, in fact, there's Adam McEvitt saying, Steve, get your top off, mate. There we go. Absolutely. Gonna have to gonna have to head over to Redman Plus if you want to see D take his top off. Apparently. Not sure how we ended up. I was going to, but it's, I just wanted to know if I could. If, 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 I, the option was there that people wanted it. Well, but if people are signing up now, Steve, because of that, if people, if you're heading over to redmanplus.com right now to sign up in anticipation of Steve's nipples on on extra. I mean, look the QR code. I mean, get a fucking life if that's, 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 that's so much porn on the internet. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the forbidden fruit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like this pay, it's like pay Jack nude. I remember that was a thing. Being selective, being selective. You can do, you can whatever gets you there. Whore nudes. That, that doesn't I mean, probably don't exist. Google don't Google that. It's not safe for work. Do not Google that. <laughs> um, right. on the spelling. Sound. Uh, okay, cool. We're going to be talking about uh, yeah the, what, what was going on at the weekend and a little bit of uh, the fallout and why the footy ends up getting cancelled when a number of other sports, <coughs> Tory sports, um, stayed on. Um, Sick of the cricket slander. Yeah, it is, though. Um, yeah. We're going to take a very, very short break and then You've got we'll nothing. return with that. Hey, do you like amazing Liverpool signed stuff, memorabilia, things that you can hang on the wall of your bedroom, your living room, your man cave, your woman cave, wherever you want? Well, we've got an amazing competition to win a signed Steve McMahon and Ronnie Whelan Liverpool 88-89 away shirt. Yes, you heard that all right, as many words as it was. Uh, if you want to be in with a chance of winning this competition, it's the last few days to enter. You've got to head to redmenplus.com. If you're an existing club captain subscriber, upgrade your subscription to Club Legend. Or if you just want to come in from the cold straight to Club Legend level, then your name will be in the hat for that amazing, incredible, unique, one-in-the-world type prize. Each and every month we give away amazing stuff like this and you will be in the hat each and every month as a Club Legend subscriber on RedmenPlus.com as well as a whole host of amazing extras like the content that we give you. And as a Club Legend, you get free merchandise, merchandise discount codes, uh, first refusal on Redmen, live event tickets and access to our Club Legend Discord chat as well. So yeah, boss stuff and a chance to win boss prizes. Head over to redmenplus.com and get involved. Hey, yes, uh, go over to RedmanPlus.com, as mentioned, to see Steve's nipples uh, on extra. Uh, but also, if you jump as a club joint, as a club legend, you get entered into amazing prize draws each and every month for incredible, unique, signed Liverpool memorabilia, uh, including a uh, signed Ronnie Whelan and Steve McMahon away share from 89. Boss, boss, boss. Right. Um, yeah, look, the footy got cancelled. We, we kind of knew it was coming. The, everyone became experts on... Royal death protocol for for a few hours there, Chris. Um, that was it. what what was the paper that did the the London bridges fallen out? The Guardian and, yeah. one from twenty seventeen. Yeah, everyone reread. Everyone reread that. Reread. Yeah. All right. Read for the first time. Oh, really? Did you not read that before? No. Oh, that was yeah. I thought that was that went big. It went big a few years ago. Like I thought everyone had read that then. Um, but the because it was fat. It was just it was a fascinating, fascinating read. Um, it was a bit. I felt a bit crass. But it was very much, and we had. I'm sure our WhatsApp groups were the only WhatsApp groups like this. Of like, it's it's a bit sad someone's died and all that kind of stuff. But can someone let us know what's going on with the the footy? But yeah, 
the footy got cancelled. <sighs> make it make sense, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Like it, 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 do, it just doesn't make sense for me. I mean, <sighs> pay respects by all means. That the, the, nothing wrong with that. You know, ultimately, a person died. A person who's lived their life in the public spotlight, whether you agree or disagree with with the monarchy, you know. I don't think anybody can say she didn't serve the country. Mm-hmm. And I think she did in her own way within the confines of what the monarchy in England is able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but cancelling the football just seemed a bit mad. And it, it was cancelling the grassroots. It was cancelling all that type of stuff that just made... And when everything else seemed to just go ahead regardless. I mean, I don't know whether there was any truth in Eaton playing Windsor or whatever. You know, I haven't fact-checked those tweets because be asked, But, like... If that's the case, why? Mm. Um, it was just, it was just a bit bizarre. It's like I don't know anyone genuinely who was mourning. Like my mum's a royalist. She is. She always has been. Yeah. You know, she she likes the monarchy. Oh yeah, my my, you know, my mother-in-law it's got like Princess Diana plates on her walls. And yeah, all that. and that, like that, that's fine. You be you. You know what I mean? But like, even here, she was a bit sad. She wasn't mourning like the loss of a family member, yeah. you know. So there was no reason to halt normal life other than the Premier League got a bit scared about yeah. what football fans were going to do, which is precisely the problem with how football has been policed for Liverpool fans over the last few months. It is being scared of what football fans could do, not what they actually do. Yeah, so I watch cricket, obviously, don't I? And they... they they played. They, they they wanted to play. They played. They done minute silence. Done national anthem. Um, I get it because listen, there probably would have been fans up and down the country. I think Hearts played the game and someone kicked off Jordan the minute silence on that one shout and things like. The issue you got there is, if you're saying, well, that's they're gonna. Can I solve this issue? Don't fucking televise the minute silence. No. Or just or, or. <laughs> is, is that not a simple way of getting over the fears? Because there is, you know, how many times over the last few months have we seen Boris Johnson get booed? I saw something when King Charles got booed the other the, the other day. You know, was that he, in Edinburgh that was like yeah. people were booing "God Save the Queen"? Yeah. God Save the King. God Save the, the King. Just don't televise it. What's this need to 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 actually showcase everything all of the time? That there isn't yeah. any point. Just go to a freaking advert break or, if you're scared of it. Th- yeah. There's a couple of things around that, like. Gonna, whenever football starts, they're going to have to do something. So you're just kicking the can down the road. Mm-hmm. That's what and you're going to make people more cross and more. You can just do. You can do minutes of plus. Now the thing of it, it is, the problem is, is that I. It's, there's obviously going to be there would obviously be some negative response. I think in amongst Liverpool's fan base, the would, and I I don't think because it I don't think it would be I don't think you'd have fifty four thousand people booing. A minute silence for the Queen. I just don't think you do because I think at our core, I think the vast majority of Liverpool fans are, are respectful. Are, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's there's a time and place. There's a difference between booing the national anthem because you're not happy with the idea, the overall idea, and the, the ideology of the country and all that kind of stuff. But like when it's someone's died, it's different, you know. It, but the, but there would be a core of Liverpool fans who don't understand the difference because, and this is, and I said this to someone the other day. This is why you've got a, Liverpool fell foul to um, 
COVID deniers and that kind of stuff is because you've got a, a generation who was raised on don't listen to a word the Conservatives say never trust the Tory and then we had to say oh no actually do trust the Tories because they're telling us the, the sen- a sensible thing to do and that kind of stuff and there's a bunch of people who've been indoctrinated so heavily into that that they don't have enough wiggle room in their understanding to change so there absolutely would have been people kicking up a fuss but nothing like the full scale because it is because it's different and it's and you're right it's annoying that we don't get the opportunity to show look we don't care we're not big we're not we're not fans of the monarchy we're not fans of, we're particular fans of the queen on mass but some, yeah there's, there's a, there you're right there's a difference in being respectful and making a political I don't point. think it was just Liverpool though as well I think no 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 and, and, but all I'm saying is I, I don't give a shit about anyone yeah. else is that and you also don't understand ones. each other's fan bases exactly. in the same way that yeah. you only understand your own sort yeah. of fan and base also, the like, large majority of you could imagine like it wouldn't have went down well at Celtic for example you know there's just yeah, you, you, that, you, that, you, yeah. and we know these things it, but they're going to have to do something when the footy starts anyway because you can't just ignore it mm-hmm. so yeah I, I found it mad I think what happened mate is that they jumped the gun early and then all the other sports were like, actually, no, that's not the best idea. Footy just went early with it. Um, but the thing is, it was, it was bullshit from the from the government again. And once again, leaving individual institutions hanging them out to dry. Instead of just saying, right, look, let's just do this. Let's all be in it together. They went, no, you, you just do you. And it, But it was a bit like the implication of like, listen, I'm not going to... You say to your kids like... I'm not going to tell you what to do, but just know that if your room isn't tidy, I'm going to be very, very upset. And it's like, oh, well, okay, well, you know, it's just a passive-aggressive approach to, to how to handle it. And footy, once again, like it did, like it had to do during the pandemic and it had to fend for itself <laughs> and got no help and, and got thrown under the bus. Did what, what seemed to be the right thing to do. And you're right, lack of communication or solidarity among the other sports. They all went, they all shit themselves and went, we can't, well, ultimately, we can't afford to turn off for a, for a, for a weekend. And so, they're in a well easier place to deal with it. You know, footy's marred by a World Cup and all that type of stuff. They've, got, well, they've got no, no other mad changes to their seasons. You know what else is mad? Like, with all due respect, like, she was 96. This was going to happen at some point. Yeah. Why wasn't there a plan? Yeah. There was a plan for the fella on the news will have a black tie and this will happen and that'll happen and we'll have this music and every, you know, they rehearsed it all. Yeah, Hugh Edwards has been practising in front of the mirror for weeks and weeks and, and, and weeks. And rightly so, because it has, to, it has to be done right. This isn't a shock. This isn't, you know what I mean? Like, we knew that at some point in the next four years, probably she would, this was going to happen. Yeah. There should have been a plan, right? If the Queen dies... Here's how, here's how every, here's how every, nah, here's how, because I know for a fact I've got mates who work in like radio who knew what, they, they had it planned out yep, already. There's protocol. There's yeah. everything was protocol, so it was, it would have been, right, here's how, if this is what, here's what happens, here's what we do. It was the fact that everyone went, oh, panic, panic, and like I saw some people, and there's some footy fans who go, you know what, it was the right thing to do, and that's up to them, like, I disagree, because what happened was some sports went, and it, you mentioned before, you made the joke about the Tory sport thing, and I get it, but like, Footy and boxing got cancelled. Rugby union, cricket, less, to a lesser extent, rugby league. would not is different, but like horse racing carried on the next day. It's a bit. It did. It felt a bit like we can't trust them. We can't trust the boxing crowd, or we can't trust the footy crowd. And but that but the problem with that part is that it comes from the people who run them sports. Yeah, yeah. They, they, don't, so they, they don't. They don't trust you, them, you, themselves. Their own, people, own fans. And I'm, and then to, to to knock it down to your under nines footy first game of the season's cancelled is a joke. That yeah. that it become it, it become a farce and like I say, would there have been some kickoffs at some places? Maybe the problem might have. There's there's again there's a million ways around it. You don't have to play the national anthem if you don't want to. You don't have to. You don't have to. You you can do a minute applause if you're worried about it. Like that's how that exactly. first started. Exactly, and that's how we've that's how we've come to deal with these things. That's why the minute silence is like a 
it, pardon the pun, but it's like a, it's a dying breed of, a, of an approach to it. Because one person it? can ruin a minute. Exactly, because there's no point because you just got because of mobile phones and all that kind yeah, of stuff. The heart. I don't know if you've seen that video. Someone a heart was in the crowd shouting something. Um, it, they they played on the night or the night after the thing because Europe Europa games yeah. same as United and West Ham were forced to play as well or asked to play. Um, so yeah, it can happen. It's it, it, but. I don't know. I, I think basically they've shit, they've shit themselves. They've, they've took what they think's easy. We had obviously Martin Ziegler in um, and he said the same thing. Basically, they've they've jumped the gun. They've thought this is the right thing to do. Fair enough. If that's what they thought it was the right thing to do, all I know is that I think and I think Stan Collymore and I think Peter Crouch tweeted something similar. That a better show of respect would have actually been to have fifty thousand people in footy stadiums across the land. Yeah. That's what the cricket did. Yeah. And 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 if you well, I had someone say, and I don't whether it was either of those two, but you know. For a generation of you've lost a generation of children to it because there's going to be tons of kids who would have been at football grounds this weekend or at football matches up and down the tier and down to grassroots being told you know getting shown you know is a moment's respect is your chance in your that's how it impacts your life to show a moment of respect or whatever or do 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 whatever show it that it's a, a significant moment mark that passing but instead someone just sat at home playing on their Xboxes instead. Because you will be, because that's what all of us were. I didn't watch any other. I didn't watch any of the other sports this weekend. I sat. I, mean, I did stuff with my kids, and I, you know, went to, went to the shops and did went about my normal life. It actually didn't just gave me a normal weekend. It was not. It was a nothing special weekend as a result. It's of it. also brought more resentment about because like one of the things that people have problems with the monarchy, and I don't know. It's again, I'm I'm kind of like blase fan. I, I don't really care. Like, but some people who are anti it are really like we hate being told what to do we have to act in a certain way or we have to do this you have to mourn and here's how you mourn you are not allowed to go and watch your footy team because that's disrespectful it's like I just don't understand it it's, it's just caused more more angst and more yeah. people kicking off I, look I, we said this and I said this put this out on Twitter on, on the fr- Friday or whatever it was of saying look the longest reign of monarch of all time 96 year old you know all that kind of stuff you know it, it is it's a it's a huge historically significant moment in all of our lives everyone who's alive now this is a huge moment if you're if you're old enough to be cognizant then it's a huge moment in your life so it all it do, it deserves to be whether I don't give I'm not into it like but it deserves to be something because it whether we think it's important or it's important to you it is important to the country um, and it's actually important to the to the globe as well so it should be marked but you're right it's it it is a little bit an, it, it, it's a, it's a bit antiquated shock um, but it should be marked right but again you're right the lack of forethought and planning and it's a bit like someone got a big book out from the last time who went right okay well there's no protocols for social media in here funnily enough like he played last time yeah when the king died last time when she became could he play footy the next day and he marked it at the footy that's what he should have done I think if you ask the FA and but the it's virtue signal isn't it is the problem is. is that we've got this culture now of like people who, who need this and need it to be more and more and more and more than it is let people mark it in the way that they want to but again, stop it, stop it all, or stop nothing. I don't even you know what I thought was the maddest thing of the whole weekend. She was just in a normal Mercedes, like for all the pageantry that like goes on. She was, her body was just getting driven in a Mercedes, like you'd see everybody else, yes. which is really bizarre, isn't it? Like yeah. it was a six-hour journey, wasn't it, from Balmoral to Edinburgh and all that type of stuff, just in a normal car. Like, where's the gold? 
horse-drawn carriage like yeah. that we normally wheel out for these types of things like it was just really bizarre I was like what's going on here yeah, I was like it's mine now <laughs> <laughs> this country's fallen we're going to normal hearse are you kidding me like what's going on where's yeah. the pomp and circumstance yeah. that this type of occasion deserves you know what my thing is like, I, again I did watch a bit of the cricket obviously because I had no footy to watch and um, I'm a closet Tory carry on I'm not sure and, and um, <laughs> they, they like they, 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 they did like the subtle marks like they didn't have avatars. They had black avatars and hordens, and like you know, they got rid of all the like, they had like the the music in between overs. Like that, that was the West Ham did it. West Ham didn't play any goals on the screen. They didn't put no music on. They had like a screen with a, with a thing on it. That's a better show of respect than just not playing the match because the next game now it'll be if it get I me. Mean, who knows what's happening with the Chelsea stuff and that? But like it's gonna be it's gonna be if your we will things. Kick Can off, you explain to me why that's a show of respect? What? But not putting the replays on the screen. Oh, I know. Because can anyone can anyone explain yes. to me why? Go on. Yes, because it's like it's too much jubilation, Chris. It's too much. It's all right to experience it in the moment, but the idea of like actively showing things that make people feel happy is wrong. Some See, the- I'd have thought that that is needed more than ever <laughs> yeah, in this day and age. No, but yeah. no, it's a monarch, so everyone's got to be miserable. And right. also, like, it's in mon- the big dusty book, Chris. Wasn't wasn't the queen like a big sports fan? Yeah, like, she loved sport. Like yeah. she she owned horses. Like she went to the, all the sport. Like she done as much as she could. Yeah. And I, I think again, I'm going back to kick. It's my thing. Like Ben Stokes, I like I want to play, and because on honor, like that that's our show of respect to it. All we can do is do our job with an armband on, and that's 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 all we can do. And yeah, it was it was. It, I think you're right. I think they've just shit themselves and they fought. Well, in case it does kick off, or in case whatever, or in case we're going to get criticised because footy gets enough, we're just going to knock it on the head. But all you've done is kick the can down the road. It's a bit like, you know, it's a bit like you know one credit card, you just pay it off with another credit card. Mm-hmm. At some point, that bill's still due. Like at some point, and you're getting a balance transfer charge. As well. <laughs> yeah, and at big some, time yeah. because it's gonna it's gonna happen next week. At some point, what if you're worried about whatever you're worried about, what's gonna happen? If it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen anyway. Having four days off isn't gonna make some people not boo an anthem or not show respect. There will be if Liverpool play. I know for a fact, it, and it'll be everyone will be, the world will be watching. And there will be some people who, who, who do something. It just will happen because that's just the way it is. I think it'll happen at other grounds across the country as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why you just kick the can down the road. It makes no sense. Yeah, fascinating stuff though. Um, and yeah, we've got a weekend off. A bit. It was fine. I'd like, just, you know, but it was mad. It was just walking around the shops on Friday, and then I think it's just like there's like these big, you know, like video screens up with their face on and all that and it's just like... The music in Tesco was very sombre. Oh, honestly, yeah, that's because it was like a mad, like really mad, like strings, misery music in the, in the little Tesco's by ours. <laughs> it was a, uh, it was surreal. But again, it's that thing of like, it's all right, you can't go out and, you can't go out and have, and do it. You can't go to certain jobs that, that might bring people happiness, but as long as it doesn't tank the economy in any way, shape, or form, you know, make sure all the shops are open, make sure everyone's still going to work, make sure everyone's still doing all this and that. Like, bollocks. why are they going to work? Thing, <laughs> like, why is every, why is the why is the footy off? And yet everyone's made to work if they're all morning. Yeah, I know. Baffling. Because did it you makes see you the, miserable. Did you see the tweet? I've, I've had the fella who was getting a train to London. So he said, I picked a bad day for wearing all black, and like people kept coming up to him, giving him, like a little curt nod and stuff because he thought he was, he was just going to a machine egg gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, so uh, we're going to be talking about the week ahead. Uh, whether Ajax will be going ahead, will Chelsea be going ahead as well, and a few other bits and pieces. So make sure you stay tuned for that very short break from us, and then we will return.
Hey, you wonderful podcast listener, get back to the show very, very shortly. Just want to give you a heads up about our merchandise store, redmenmerch.com. Go over there, check it out. Some amazing t-shirts, books, gifts, absolutely everything you need for the Liverpool fan in your life, or indeed just to treat yourself. So yeah, head on over to redmenmerch.com, check out the amazing products that we've got on offer. I'm sure you'll love them, and I'm sure you're going to love the rest of this show too. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Um, if you, it's just on screen, if you, if you listen to this, none of this will make any sense, and I deeply apologise. But Steve's basically cocked the telly up in between us, um, and Chris is frantically sorting it. Apparently, so and he's doing a great job well, as well. Uh, right, we're going to discuss um, Ajax, which is to, due to be played on Tuesday, uh, and then the Chelsea game uh, and what happens to that at the weekend as well. Uh, I am still joined by Steve. I'm still joined by Chris. How did you do that? I had my phone plugged into the telly to charge it and then took it out and it. And pulled the USB stick with the. Potentially with the graphics on, it's, it's all good. It's great. As long as no one noticed, they smooth. We, 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 yeah, we, we didn't. We brushed over it well. Yeah, I thought so. Um, today looks like Ajax. I mean, it's it's Monday. The game's Tuesday. Surely that's going to go ahead at this point. <laughs> you say that. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go, uh, who knows? Um, it, I it, did feel bad. bad sure. We didn't mention this on the previous one, but I got, we got a couple of tweets in from people uh, over the weekend who, who would who'd come over to Liverpool, you know, travelled from afar to come and see Liverpool play this weekend. And that's the real, like, the un sort of seen cost of all of this. Yeah, we should have mentioned that earlier. Actually, it was, it's a big point that we kind of glossed over. But I had, I, know, I had a mate who was coming up from London. He was going to park outside ours. He'd bought his son in for his birthday present, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, we mentioned the local businesses. Like, I saw a home big saying, like, we've got like, X amount of pies that we have to sell now that we ain't going to sell. All this kind of thing. You know, people who are zero-hour contract hours who just lost that wage. Mm-hmm. And if Chelsea gets called off, maybe, you know, like, that's the thing, is that that was the, the, the hidden cost almost up of it but yeah it looks like as it, as it stands you know but it looks like it's going ahead um, and it should go ahead like UEFA made my night and West Ham play on that day yeah. so I can't imagine why it wouldn't um, 
obviously the weekend is more of a doubt which see that makes sense to me I understand if the, I understand the weekend one it's London it's the day before the state funeral and it's about a mile away from Buckingham Palace police, policing <laughs> and yeah, I, yeah, I understand all of that. That makes sense. It's why they should have played Wolves. What they should have done in the Premier League is say, actually, play this weekend and we'll have the weekend. It's generally we'll have that like they off. never looked at the, they didn't look down the line. I mean, all of us, because it was always like the funeral was always likely to be, if not exactly when it is, within a day or two of. of so it's of nine where, days, isn't it? That's you know, there is protocol for that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it was, it was just genuinely like they didn't, because this is the thing about the sport and integrity side of things is. You know the fact that there's, the London games are the ones in the most doubt as a, as a result of it. So you know, boohoo to everyone who's got a game in and around London. That's probably going to end up not getting played, but everyone else can can crack on. Uh, you know, it's just yeah, it, it's my the, the one point I want to make on. I, I didn't, didn't get a chance to make in the first half. What really did my head in? And we, I was talking to you about this at the weekend, Steve. It's the knock-on impact of all this stuff, Chris. When Steve mentions that the zero-hour contracts and all the people who, who couldn't go to work as a result as a result of it, the food bank stuff really got me because so like uh, the monarch dies, she hands her multi, multi, multi million billion estate. estate over to her to her son who is who assumes that mantle, and then they order uh, basically. They gently order people towards this period of mourning, which means football gets cancelled. Which means, so like the food bank truck that's normally outside Anfield, which normally you know you've then got fifty thousand odd people who can go and drop food off, they don't have that as a result of it. So they that's that's like potentially you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of items of food that have now been taken away from people who most need it in our in our region. So Liverpool step up and donate all of the food that was going to go to waste to that and then they end up giving that out. And it just got it the whole thing just got me that like that the consideration that a a billionaire dies and the poorest people under there in their country end up worse off as a result of it. It's the whole thing, that, and that's why I found really hard to swallow around the whole thing. It just it, it stinks because yeah, you, you know the, all that speech and, and Charles spoke really well actually when he is like you know his stuff and, and we played a lot of Queen Elizabeth stuff's been played in in over the last few days and she spoke, spoke brilliantly about this thing about you know people talking about reigning and along being alongside all the people. I go, I don't think the king's got any concept of what a food bank is or what actually the knock the stupid knock on to him stupid little knock on impacts are and. It's all about the it's the headline stuff. It's the gold and the glamour and the the the, the team in masses crowding around crying and not the actual real people that got fucked. And that's again footy footy's just a pastime, but it's got an ecosystem around it that helps local normal people survive. That really did my head in. About yeah, and it, it's not right, is it? But it's the way, it, and it's nothing to do with the monarch in this instance or the monarchy in this instance. It's it's all down to the government. The government have put in place sort of no types of safety nets or whatsoever such that the little man essentially or the little people are sorting themselves out and trying to help their own communities where where they can and until unfortunately until the communities stop doing it the government won't do anything about it but you can't stop doing it because the government aren't helping them and that that's just the problem isn't it you know and you know we know 12 years ago there was a, a handful of food banks in this country and now there's more than there is McDonald's in the country yeah. you know and, and that's just inc- incredibly negligent on one half but I think it's also planned on another half that this is the way that it is going to go and they'll 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 put their arms around each other and they'll raise each other up these little people 
because they do because we always have done the working class have always looked after each other and those less fortunate than themselves but it's not replicated at the top of the pyramid by by any stretch is it and it's unfortunate that those are the people that it does impact and not just in the short term this could have repercussions for the next three four five six months mm-hmm. um and and that there's no way there's there's no getting back from that you can't even when the game's rearranged it doesn't make up for a shortfall now and it doesn't yeah. make up for money now yeah. for people who were on these zero hour contracts who were heading into a cost of living crisis with the highest bills that the, the, the country's ever seen by comparison to their wages you know you're just ending up people going to spiral into more and more debt more and more food poverty and that and there's nothing that's going to be done about that in any way shape or form and it's it's quite frankly scandalous and disgraceful and disgusting that we live in this country it makes me it makes me really angry to even want to put my name to this country. Yeah. No, like, it really does. And it's not to do with the monarchy, that. That's just the way that the government runs the country. Yeah, yeah. again, it's just that thing. We all, everyone's lost in the pageantry of oh, how, how glorious it is to have all these mega-rich people. And it's just like, again, it's it's the people getting down, trodden the whole the whole time. Yeah, the wall. Anyway, the fans putting food banks did a brilliant job. Uh, they ended up going to the bottom church on, like, a wet Friday night or whatever to hand food out to people who, who needed it. And again, this is, like, this is where, this is where we're at. Um, yeah, it's a piss But if you want to help out uh, at Food Banks on Twitter, uh, if you want to get more uh, on them and ways to help out, obviously, if the back, if, if the Ajax game goes ahead, they will be back uh, on Flagball Corner again, um, as they always are. So if you do want to help, donate. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it just it just it just highlights it. I just thought it was a, it was just another one of those wonderful dichotomies of this country where you've got all this stuff going on at the top end, all down south, you know, where all gathering around Buckingham, Buckingham Palace. Um, Look at the shiny gold. Look at the shiny gold. Ignore the poverty everywhere else. Um, yeah, Ajax. Well, anyway, back to the footy. Ajax is going to go ahead. I, I can't see a world where it doesn't. But the, the weekend stuff is the is the the tough one. Just in terms of Liverpool, then I don't know. We we were we were joking in the office this morning about how there's definitely an alternate reality where in a nine months time Liverpool where Liverpool fans are celebrating Liverpool winning the league or winning the Champions League or doing something mad because having two games of footy off allowed us to reboot our season a little bit Steve um, now of course again there'll be no more excuses left if that's the case but there is a little thing that's been kind of going amongst us all of like Liverpool aren't in great form they've got a ton of injuries it's not great because you're going to have to play them fixtures at some point down the line but you'd rather play them fixtures hopefully that you with, with a few more players available than than not yep and that's yeah, from from that point of view it's probably worked out I, I put on Twitter I think it's the screen I had loads we would come back saying it's actually a good thing Liverpool like don't like don't knock it can't think we, we could do with this if it's you know getting a few extra players back getting Jürgen on the training ground for a full week working with them because obviously we know that when the game got called off Liverpool trained on Saturday again Ahead of Ajax, so now they've had a week to prepare for Ajax rather than like two days that they would have had, or one day training essentially. So, yeah, in that way, it's worked out okay. Again, my sense is that we're going to play Ajax and then not play Chelsea. So then you get another couple of weeks off and there's an international break. So that's that's where, again, it's it's the sport and integrity thing comes into question a little bit on that as well. Like Rangers have had their game moved 24 hours, so they've they now play in Napoli at home with no away fans, and then that means no Rangers fans are going to be in Naples. There's all kinds going on. The, the issue is, mate, is that having lived through the pandemic, we've all just accepted and we've all learned to roll with the punches. I think footy teams and footy clubs and footy organisations have to, like, you know, if we can get that bad, we can just cope. Like last season, 
just games getting just gone, like called off COVID cases. And we had, we were part, you know, Liverpool, Arsenal got, gets cancelled because of COVID cases and then Leeds don't play for like four weeks or something, Leicester don't play forever. And then they come back, Leicester come back, haven't had a month off and play our reserves because we've been, like, yeah. sport integrity has been gone for like forever yeah. since the pandemic. So it, it, no one gives a fuck about it, basically. Um, so on a, on a purely footballing point of view, I don't think it's a bad thing that Liverpool didn't play at the weekend and got a full week to get players back full because not only would the lads obviously they got they got battered in, in, in Naples they got absolutely but they got ran ragged as well it wasn't just they got ran everywhere if it means that some of those have had the tank topped up so that they they can now play Ajax and then if needs be Chelsea because at some point he would have had to rotate he might not need to he could pick his best eleven for Ajax. And then think, even if Chelsea goes ahead, well, I've got four days of recovery, so he can play his best team twice now. He wouldn't have been able to go Wolves, Ajax, Chelsea. The only slighter thing on this is because I'm not against them being kind of battered a bit because they deserve it. And that we've missing the Wolves game, they have missed that opportunity to be like, you give them a bollock and you do whatever, and then you send them all back out again. <laughs> They've got a point to prove, and it's going to get about, I send again about excuses. We're reaching that point now where there's lads coming back from injury that was that was starting to bring to an end that we haven't got enough players to to play. Excuse now they'll have had extra rest and extra training time. The margins for and, and I think just in terms of how much leeway we're going to give them gets less and less whenever Liverpool obviously Ajax will be a thing I've been your help but if, when the, when as and when the league footy returns they've kind of got to kick on because there's no more there'll be no more excuses. yeah and uh, listen look Liverpool I think have got the biggest job while these fixtures are going on or being cancelled sorry because we I think we fundamentally got to change something moving into the, the next Premier League game but everybody else has had this time as well you know that up up to this point right now, everybody else has had that time to work and get better and improve. So you've got to get more better mm-hmm. than everybody else, betterer. betterer than everybody else, and that's a difficult thing to do. You know, they they everyone else has got good coaches and they'll be looking to improve and they'll be looking at the little things that they can tweak. So you've got to actually gain and and overtake, and that's where you've got to look at it and go, well, is it enough time to fundamentally change? Which is what Jurgen kind of alluded to. You know, whereas everyone else might make sharp improvements by tweaking here and there, you you might have to make a fundamental change. Yes, it's going to help you in that regard, but it might be one step back to take two forwards, and there's going to be no time for that because Liverpool uh, Liverpool fans and fans around the country are looking at it and going, well, they didn't use their time well enough. You know, if that's the case. But also, I just wanted to say, it's slightly off topic here, but this is the problem that football has created for itself whether it be FIFA or UEFA by moving this World Cup because this season is held together on a shoestring right now and there is no wiggle room whatsoever so when the other sports are looking at it and going well we can afford to maybe if we want to change things Football have backed themselves into a corner where they can't, yeah. and that that that's they they should recognise after seeing the last season and the season before that they need wiggle room. They can't just blindly go into this because what happens in the middle of the winter if there is another massive surge of COVID? Because yeah. it could quite easily happen. Yeah. The World Cup will be uh, the, the World, Well, the World Cup might not go ahead. You know, the fixtures coming back in might all be changed. What happens here? There is absolutely no wiggle room anywhere for football in the UK right now, and it's meant to think that they've gone into this season off the back of the last two with nothing up the sleeve. Yeah, I think he's right. Back, <laughs> you know, you're, you're spot on. And go, going back to I, from what I think is a positive is that I don't think Liverpool had the resources or the form or the fitness levels to win Wolves, Ajax, Nap- Wolves, 
Ajax, Chelsea. Chelsea. I don't think they would have won all three of those games. They probably would have beat Wolves, and then and the other two, who knows? But I, that's that's the that's the one again. Positively say that in knowing exactly the implications of it is that he can't pick his best eleven now. I don't think Liverpool are playing well enough where you can drop lads in who are in your best eleven. What even the best eleven aren't playing great. So we, that's the at least he gets to play them twice because I don't think. I don't think the the backups are we're, we're winning all. There's all just the games. there's mm. just a bit a bit more rehabilitation time. There's a bit more integration time. There's a bit more time to work on tactics and stuff. Because you're right. Because it's it's just the teams felt so disjointed in what they do that it's not going to hurt. Because you don't get that. You play two games a week. They, they famously, they go on about this. Is you basically you recover, you do a bit of video work, and then you're into the next game. That's that's how that's how it happens, and it works for Liverpool, and it's worked for Liverpool because they were up and running. They had the core of what they did. There, so you could afford to roll with the punches once you once you've got your core in place. Because it feels like our core has been undone and everything else is is falling by the wayside as a result. But you know, it's things like Arthur Mello. I've had, I've had a bit more time just to train with his teammates. It means he's more likely to be able to be make an impact or be involved if nothing else and we're closer to you know if we don't play Chelsea it means that I mean you can never predict what's going to happen in January as we've kind of said you know we might be in the midst of another injury crisis and we'll be cursing the fact that oh look at how many options we had Thiago Arta Harvey Elliott Fabinho we had all of them available when we've got like Tyler Morton being recalled from loan as a one man midfield in, in February or whatever but hopefully Hopefully, you've got to take a negative and spin it into a positive. And that's the difficult thing for me. Like I, you know, and I, and I know I'm being negative here, but if if Jurgen is truly thinking about changing, two weeks ain't enough. He's not, he <laughs> it's, not, it's not going to be enough. He can't change. He's, he, I always hint that he can't. It's too late. He can't yeah. change. It's got to just be. A, it's got to be little fine tweaks. It's got to be lads playing better. And he, 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 when he mentioned, you know, we're going to have to have a little look, and he hints at a couple of changes. There isn't a change you can make that. It will solve it all that big, and you would. You're right. You need. You need a whole preseason. A lot of it's going to depend on getting your best player. So, for example, I look at you mentioned midfield. Fabinho. There's no way Fabinho could do 90 Wolves, 90 Ajax, 90 Chelsea. It's, no. it's not going to happen. Yeah. We haven't actually got another DM. Yeah. Artemelo maybe. At least now Fab can play Ajax, Touchwood, and then play Chelsea if it's on and play both of them. Yeah. That's again. That's the the thing because we are not good enough at the moment to rotate because we're not. We're not. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. We're, we're actually quite crap. So the, the more chance you can get on the training pitch, and more lads we can get the tanks topped up. You know, like yeah. you putting the extra ten pound petrol in to get you back to a full yeah, tank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we true. and we need it, Paul, because we I can't I can't emphasize that Napoli game. When I don't go, over, it's not just going to. It's not just going to fix itself. It's no. not like ah, this will all work. click in a minute. Yeah, absolutely. If, if I was Jürgen, I'd have a video of, of of the Napoli stuff. I'd have it all cut up and the bit where they showed absolutely no desire. So there's loads of it, and I'd. Have of it playing every day on yeah. a big screen in yeah. Kirby. The good thing, the <laughs> good thing. Pulling, that, why aren't you running? Why aren't you running? You know that running you didn't do there. Fucking run now. The good thing is, and you know, I, I thought Thiago <laughs> led the way big time with the Napoli stuff when he comes in, and it was like it was, it was everything you realised. Remember when we signed, we signed Jose Enrique, and this is a funny example of it. But we'd had a wilderness of left backs for so long, and it wasn't like Jose Enrique was a world class left back. But he was a left back. He was competent. He was a competent left back, and it was like wow, stark when he started playing. In, in, in it. we had Albert Riera played left left wing for us. Like holy shit, a left footed <laughs> left midfielder playing for Liverpool. Wow, this is great. Look at look at what look how this works. Look at the width. I mean, you know, but 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 like Thiago is a 
streets away from all that. But the second he came in in that game against Napoli, albeit the game state's not how it would be from from the start, did everything that you need to do in a midfield for Liverpool and showed you everything that our midfield's not been doing. But it's not just the midfield, it's every single, almost to a man, every single player in the squad. Thiago came in and played like you'd expect. The other ten aren't. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a major concern. You, you can, do it. Apart from maybe Alisson Becker, you know, you have Harvey Elliott's doing what you expect him to do. But like Trent Alexander Arnold, Virgil Van Dijk, Gomes. Joe Gomez, James Milner, Jordan Henderson. I know he didn't. You know, he's not Fab's involved in that game. Shocking. Fabinho. Yeah. These lads, they just need to play like the players that they actually are. Yeah. That's all we're asking. We're not asking for a, a, an evolution here. Yeah. We just want them to play. Like they can. That's there's my- something about sorry, but the stand, and it's mad that this needs to happen. But it's standards, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean. What you need to look around is what Andy Robertson was talking about post match. You know, you, you, when you get when you get in trouble, your mates meant to help you out, and there wasn't enough of that happening. Having Thiago on there, it's just another lad who's. But it helps that he's the best. He's the best footballer we've got, and he's out there doing it all. And you shouldn't need it. But I said this before, like Trent's phenomenal, but. Jordan Henderson bollocks him through football matches a lot of the time. You know what I mean? Not like 90 minutes of Jordan Henderson in your ear, but like a handful of times a game, Jordan will just flip on Trent for not doing quite what he, what he's meant to do. When you take a few of them out the side, it does just start to undercut everything that you're doing. Thiago being back, and just from an ability level one, but also when your best footballer is tearing into tackles and do it. James Milner's been doing it, but without the... The technique and, and obviously the legs to to do it at the level that we need anymore, and everyone else needs somebody needs to just grab the team and go. Come on, come with me. I'll, I'll, we're going to make this. All I right. think this made a good point before. Like, there, there's a lot to go on. Some of it is tactical. The main tactic, the main thing for me is that they haven't got the legs to press. And when you can't press and you play a high line, suicidal. Yeah. Because there's no pressure on the ball to ball over the top. So he's not. If he's not going to change, he needs the lads to be fitter and, and just play better. Like I understand that there are issues with Liverpool, and everyone just goes the midfield's crap, so Liverpool are falling to bits to an extent. Yeah, but to an extent, the midfield being crap doesn't stop Trent running five yards back to get into shape. It doesn't stop Joe Gomez just bottling tackles, like getting shrugged off the ball by wingers. It's a it's a negative spiral though, because it yeah. all it all links in together. Yeah, it does. And it's like you know we said Trent Trent running back or not. But where's matter. the epicenter? In the midfield. Is it See, the, I think the desire is the episode. I think, and I think it's the legs. I think they've got no legs. There's a, there's a reason they're not running. And it's it, it, listen. I think there's hundred percent issues in the midfield, and we know that. And again, it might come back to the injuries. It come back to quality. Liverpool went into this season, Paul banking on when when they're all fit, we're great. But you're banking on Naby Keita, Alex Oxley, Timberland, and Thiago to stay fit, and Jordan Henderson to stay fit. All the best. It's not they, they've, gam, they've done lots of like. Uh, I, I say this sometimes, the best way to gamble sometimes is actually to just pick even odds. And if you bet on like 10 of them and six win, you're in profit. Liverpool had odds on all, like really tight margins and they lost them all yeah. because they could have, they, they were 50-50s that could have went either way. But who's shocked that Naby Keita's injured? Who's shocked that Thiago done a hamstring? Who's shocked that Jordan Henderson got a, an injury? Who's shocked that, you know, Joel Matter picked something up because he always... Do, like, the, the, uh, 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 oh my God, Oxley Chamberlain's injured. That wasn't like... That, that, that never happens. Yeah. You know, like these things, they gambled on all these and lost. 
and as a result of it they can't play how Jürgen wants to play yeah my, my point on this is that again it's not you can't put your finger on one if you're going to put it on anything and it's what I was saying for a week now it's in you, you'll put I'm happy to put it on injuries broadly because it's the big one and it's it's led to a lack of fitness a lack of freshness mental fatigue and all that kind of stuff and then that's comp- compromised a lot of performances but it's like the Trent thing him not dropping in a yard or two is a, and also because he's the kind of player I, he's waiting there because he wants to go and make the game happen the other way and that's not right he needs to get the other stuff box first they all need to sort that stuff first but Fabinho could not tackle a man to save his fucking life in Napoli I mean, it was, Van Dijk no, looks like but it, it was no but, but like it was I'd never really paid attention I'm aware that Fabinho's not played well this season but like it was frightening how far off the pace he was he got nowhere near anyone all game long and it's that that it's the he writes and Virgil van Dijk then falls into it and then it just becomes like that thing of like oh fuck because if your defence is sound then you can figure the rest of it out but everything everything's falling apart because you're right we, we are required to put a, a, a hard working press on in midfield and our midfield is neither technically good enough to try the other thing and it's not physically good enough to do the to do the old school thing and it's not balanced enough to do somewhere in between which is what we've kind of gone through over the yes. last year or so I said it in Old Trafford, Henderson, Milner and Elliot is not a good enough midfield to, to win in Old Trafford. And Fabinho, Milner and Elliot is not a good enough midfield to go and win in, in, Napoli, in, in Napoli if Fabinho is going to be as shite as he, mm. and off the ball as he is. Because Milner is fine, but he should never start a big game of football for Liverpool. He can come into any moment of that game and help out. He's, eight, he's, he's meant to be seven or eight. He's not meant to be number Ninth. one or two. Yeah, maybe. And this is this is all. But the flip flip side is sometimes the poor system has let them down. And you you know this. You do the stats and stuff, Chris. Is that what what bails them out is the good lads play good, and it just bails you out. Like the the, the goalie will make a Wales. or Van Dijk has somehow been left three on one, but he comes out of it. Like sometimes your system can things can go wrong. Shit happens. It's footy. But your good players step up and box but off. But that build that's a build up of being brilliant, and then you you can get away with some shit when you've got when you've got an order and you. Know, it can be in the entire game. I've seen Liverpool get played off the park and win one nil. Yeah, like, but, but in a but in a spell when you've been you've been brilliant for ten games. Yeah, exactly. But, it, like. but the system will always let teams run behind us. It will. So at some point, Joe Gomez has got to run back to his own goal and deal with it. That's going to happen, even if Liverpool mates are I on... Think, I think a bit's been made of Joe Gomez, to be honest. He had a bad game. But no, like, well, I, I'm just... That's what I'm saying. In, just in general, because yeah. uh, the epic the world fell apart in, in Naples. That's the point, is that it, it, it has been crap, and the system hasn't looked great, and we don't look balanced, and there's legs and there's injuries, but... You know, if everyone was just twenty percent better, if Virgil wasn't standing like a fucking statue and just throwing himself at Jaden Sancho, or if Joe Gomez just kicked the ball out of play, you know, Liverpool. I was looking before about like the XGs and all that, and it's uh, again, it, it's like Andrew Beers. He said Liverpool are the only team who are like based on XG four points or more worse off than they should be, and that all comes from individual mistakes of lads just not doing their job properly. Whether it's both ends of the pitch, so lads not scoring chances they should score, or letting one like mad things happen. The system things it was never going to be perfect. Liverpool lost a world class player inside the Omane. They've had loads of injuries. They're up to trying to sort shit out. When that happens, what you need to do, you need to get by by your good lads playing great. It's and, not they, even, and they haven't it, done it. But even so, I mean, going going back to this point about the injuries and stuff, the injuries that have really hurt us is Diogo Jota, yeah, is 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 Ibrahima Kanate. And Calvin Ramsey to some extent as well, and these are actually three lads who've been bought in to take the team up a level. These are the ones that have been added, so we're still we are still relying on other other people. It's actually the ones, it's the ancillary ones around it. If Diogo Jota starts the season, you've got a twenty goal a season 
striker in your available in your front three, and it covers up a multitude of sins. Whereas everything, it's just again, it's 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 just an it's just a fucking nightmare. Yeah, but we've got a thirty goal a season striker who's not looking like a thirty goal a season striker oh, on yeah, our side. Yeah, yeah. So it's more than just having that. True, it's more than it's got to be more than that. Sides. And we've also got a Diaz lad who, who looks like he's on course for twenty five goals a season. Who looked like he was on course play the whole season last year, get ten. Yeah. So it's mitigating circumstances. Yeah. You know when you look at. And, and this is where I agree with Steve about the injuries, but I also think it's desired as well because you can't tell me that Trent Alexander-Arnold can't run five yards. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that because I watched him play another 30 minutes and run loads more. Yeah. Like, that's a concern yeah. for me. That's like, that doesn't come down to the midfield. Yeah. Exactly, that doesn't come down to the midfield. That's not legs. That's... Are you going to do your fucking job? And yeah. do you have the heart and desire to do your yeah, job? I, I, we I, didn't see enough of that. That's the biggest concern for overall, me. Because you can be good at football, but if you're not willing to do what's needed, you're never going to win games It's a footy. chicken and egg thing with that, though, isn't it? Because I think that comes when you start... It's, in a, it's like accepting that it's fucked. When you think, well, it's going to happen again, anyway. it's not us. Exactly, exactly. Where's that's the mentality I mean. monsters? But exactly, but, and I say, that's what I mean. I, I, I think that's a, sec- that's a, a symptom of, a, of the problem. Is that we're not as all conquering as we are, and all of a sudden you've got to dig deep, and it's like they look like they feel sorry for themselves. Yeah, That's yeah. I said to you on the other day. It's like things are going wrong. Things went wrong a couple of seasons ago. Things went wrong when all our defenders were injured. That goalie had to score a goal, yeah. but they never. I never felt in that season. People felt sorry for themselves. I felt they, they were shit, yeah. and they'd rather players, and and it was broke. But it, I never once thought they don't care or. They're wallowing in this. Yeah. I feel at the moment, and it was it was only rarely in Naples that I saw this. And again, it's one off, so like you can't go too heavy on it. They look like they felt sorry for themselves. They look like oh, well. we said this all along. You can you can any of the games that Liverpool have lost and drawed, you'll draw. Or You're losing them all the time. Every every <laughs> single season, they're the games you lose and draw. They're just normally spread out. But the problem is when they're combined, then that leads to a, 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 a negative spiral that you've then got to drag yourself out of. If you spread them out over the season, who's arse? No one even pays attention to it. But when it's combined, you've, you've actually you are it's bad form, and it looks like you're a bad team. It looks like everything's fucked. Just on the Jota point. To get in the top four, you need one goal scorer. You need one twenty-five goal a season forwards to get you to get you up there. If you want to cement a top four place and push for the title, you need at least two. And now the only times Liverpool have come close to the title, they've had two. And actually, because of City, if you want to win the league, you actually need three. And at the moment, we've got Salah, who's who's ticking along okay. And but when you've got the one guy who's your one goal scorer, it makes you very easy to nullify. Everything else has just been. Again and again, this is the problem. Is that we can go through all that. That's one. That's one point. I don't think it's the be all and end all. But we'd have probably been slightly better off if we just. It's like literally, if we just had Jota, we probably would be slightly better off than we are. And that probably then has a knock-on effect to the defense. Go, oh, we got away with that one. We don't need no, all the reliances on those. But is it? In years gone by, the defence has done its job, and if the goals haven't gone in, it's a bit like, oh, well, fucking the attack needs to sort itself out. Whereas now the rest of the team is being let down by. The defensive issues, like the defence is playing shite, the full-backs are playing shite, the DM is playing shite, the midfielders are then, and then the attack haven't got a platform on which to build. It's, yeah, it's I, don't, I don't know whether I can agree with that, mate, because, you know, it could quite easily have happened that Jota just plays as shit as the rest of them. Yeah, but it's less like, <laughs> but it's... But yeah. You, yeah. you were just sat here at the start of the season and told me Van Dijk, Trent, Matip, Gomez, Fabinho, you know, Henderson, they wouldn't all be shit, but they are. Yeah. 
Yeah. And also, just to, to put a, like again, to put a bow on it, like, tough shit, he's injured. Yeah. Fucking run. No, no, exactly. And I'm not, I'm not, what I'm saying is we could do any of this. We could go through any yeah. one of these positions. Ultimately, the only thing that's probably the reason behind it is injuries and everything else is an offshoot. I see, you say it is, that. it is, but then it's not because I get it to an extent. The injuries don't give it, that doesn't excuse some of the shit we've seen. It just doesn't. No, no, there's no, no saying excuse. But if you're looking for where where the root cause of all this comes from, Liverpool don't. If Liverpool had a fully strength, you know, or more available players, it's likely that they just got better control in football yeah, matches. I think. That Whereas you, what you're seeing there is it's a lot of lads giving shit up because, and we've all been there. We've, we, I said I've been saying this for weeks. You see it in five sides, and you just think either. We're throwing too many men forward to attack because everyone's gone, fuck defender, I'm going to go and try and win this game for us. And then back the other end, you've got lads who aren't getting back into shape because they're thinking, he'll sort that out and I'm here to start the, start the counter-attack. Or even worse than that, the next stage is, fuck it, who gives a shit? Well, fuck, well that's, this game's gone now. We've lost this game. It's, it's beyond our control. And that I, there's got to be a trigger and reason for that. It's that doesn't just come about. That hasn't just gone. No, no. They haven't just decided that they don't give a shit anymore. There's psychological factors of led to that. Also, in my point of view, it comes down to the summer transfer window. You've gambled on that. It doesn't. Again, I went back to the names. There is no surprise of those lads being injured. So what happens is you get one or two lads who are, who are infrequently injured. So we haven't seen Canate injured before. Jota has. Like Jota's been injured a lot, Thiago's been injured a lot, Chamberlain's been injured a lot, Kite's been injured a lot, Curtis Jones has been injured a lot, Jordan Henderson's been. They have they've all been injured. Yeah, for? but they're never injured at the same time. Yeah, but that's the, it doesn't matter. No, I know, but I know, Steve. But I, I'm, again, I can just to play devil's advocate on it. We've had them players for fucking years. Jordan Henderson played more minutes. I think and more Jota, Kite, Ox, Jones, they they have massive. They've all been injured at the same yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> it does, and, and like the, what he should, have, what he's done wrong is that. You, they gambled on three midfielders, for example. Four, because Joe, in fact, five Henderson, because they're, they're often injured. And you've gambled on all five, and they've all got injured. There's no surprise. They got the summer wrong in that. This, you're going to admit it. And he's, this isn't me slagging them off to no, it, because no, no, no. he's, he's literally well deserved. No, and I, uh, by the way, I totally yeah. agree, but I mean, also, with fucking September, what's the fucking point of no, no, this again? You, like, no, no, but you're saying root causes of it is that now, what, what, they, what they're doing now is Artemelo is like the saviour. Yeah. Fucking hell! Yeah. He's a lad who couldn't get a game for you. Like, and the, the, the save you should have been the lad. It should have been when Shoe Many didn't do it. Right, who's next? The, 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 yeah, and he's a myth. This, this isn't me slagging. Yeah. Well, it well, is. But yeah, I know, I know, I know. Look, look again. We, we do this every year. It's, it's, it's more often than not we get away with it. And it, you know, I'm not saying we shouldn't have gone more. Of course, we just do it. Just go and buy more footballers. Uh, ob- fucking obviously. But again, whatever. Like I can't. This is how we do it, isn't it? You know what I mean? But I think that the point that I'm sort of driving towards very slowly is you're still going to have these injury problems through the season. Yeah. You know, you, it's how you react to these that it actually tells you whether yeah. you're a good side or yeah. not. Not bitching and whinging about the summer transfer window. Not bitching and whinging about whether you've got players available or you haven't. You've got to come up with a plan or they've got to come up with a plan of how they're going to win footy matches. And that's what we're going to see over the next couple of weeks. What that plan is, yeah. what Jürgen meant by alluding to, do we need a change? Or what is the change that he was alluding to? Like, that's what we need to find out. And yeah. that, unfortunately, we've got to wait for games for. Yeah. And in the meantime, we'll fill it with vacant shit. 
yeah. that we think in between those yeah. games. Well, is it? We're right back here again, aren't we? This is where we were two seasons ago, where we know what the problem is. And again, whether it's the fault of the transfer window or not, you know, it doesn't fucking. It actually doesn't matter. the The fault is that there's too many there's too many injured players have undercut a lot of what we do, and then the lads you, are tired. Yeah, exactly. The lads and don't you, look like they give a shit, yeah, and, and the you, lads are playing very very poorly. Yeah, and then you can focus <laughs> on all the other million things that you know, and everyone's got their own hot take on it. But it's like they just need to they just need to find a way to win football matches. But that's the problem. Is that I said this is that I think they've tried, but. There's a, there's a, you can, yeah. They, they need to, they need to take a more pragmatic approach and go game by game. And how do we drag these lads down on this one particular match? But again, you know, the odds of you beating teams with the, with some of the players that we've had to throw out for ninety minutes, and then the ninety minutes. See, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I just yeah, well, yeah. we've had Bobby for me. You know, we've we had made, Mo Salah. We've had Louis Diaz. The, these are all lads that I'm won, having it. The team like, that played the other games. day. The team that played the other day, other than James Milner. You could argue is one of the best 11s. You could you could play a Champions League final, take James Milner off of Thiago, and that team could could play a Champions League final. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it, yeah. it really could. You've got you, you, it just could because you've got your ninety million pound striker up front when he's on. You've got your two wing, your two superstar wingers, your DM, your, your two, arguably two of your three best centre halves. I'm happy. Gomez is good, so I'm I'm not having that. Like oh, Liverpool can't do that because that's bollocks for me. Is that? They're just all playing shit, and I, th- there's a million reasons why that they are playing shit, and we get it. But ultimately, it's not our job to do that. It's, it's their job, and it's Jurgen's job to fix it. Yeah. And I'm with you. I, I I can't see a quick fix other than if it is mental, and someone just gets in their head and says, "Right, that's just fucking bottom out." I, I reference when United got battered by Brentford. That was like bottom out. We just go from here. It doesn't get worse. Now we'll make a couple of changes. So Matter will play the next game. Gomez has been bombed out. Matter will play. He might go back to Firmino up front. He, he, whatever little tweaks here and there. But ultimately, it's like it's like saying to Bruno Fernandez, "Fucking shape up." Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. The senior lads need to go and need yeah, that's to go, it, that's need it. to dig themselves out of exactly the hole, that. whatever that looks like. Yeah. Um, they just do, you know. That is that that is what it is, and that, yeah, it's infuriating because you'd love that to be like a snappy fingers moment. But again, once you've, had, you've and play these players are going to continue to get injured throughout the season, and that's actually not just the midfield lads. Joss has now not had the preseason, so the odds of him picking up more niggling injuries as the season go on, etc., etc., etc. It is Trent needs rest. Fabinho yeah, needs rest. Exactly. These lads are going to break down yeah, at some point. That's it. There's a, there's, a, there's a reason by, and again, it goes back to the Trent Alexander Arnold stuff. He's a lightning rod for stuff because he always has been. But we've been able to rotate Andy Robertson, and we've not been able to rotate Trent. There's the three players you played the most minutes for this season are the goalie, Salah, and Trent, because and Van Dijk, sorry. And because actually we've not been able to rotate any of those players because of all their understudies are fucked or the understudies are covering other positions in the team and, and blah, blah, blah. You know, sounds mad, but said this, the biggest mistake Liverpool made in the transfer window in the summer was not necessarily not buying a midfielder. It was probably letting Nico Williams go when, you know, and not not recognising that Calvin Ramsey had a, an injury problem because they brought him in as his understudy and he's not been able to train with the, with the football team yet so our most pivotal player and and how we play has got no help whatsoever and that is undermined by f- factors outside our control in the team Canate, or in the team or well, you can, know. yeah got <laughs> a freak I was there for that the Strasbourg game he just lands funny and that's bit he's not been he's been out since Matthew. and then Milner's then playing in midfield because of all the other stuff that the, and Gomez can't play right back to rest exactly, it, 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 exactly, it, it, exactly. It, it, look whatever look you are right. we can't get into it um, Ashley Fitz sent a super chat in 
Uh, he says podcast extra last week was gold keep up the good work let's hope Liverpool can get back to the levels you guys are setting at the minute thank you so much mate that's, lo- that's lovely that's cool yeah very much so um Buy midfielder. The pole, yeah, yeah. Buy a midfielder in the past, you pricks. Um, <laughs> go back and you're DeLorean, Jürgen, and get fucking get more Schumann. There's 10 midfielders on the books. And I get it, I get it. That with all these We're going to fight. Prone, <laughs> I get it, I do, I get it. But again, I, 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 there's a point where I have to let go and I have to put my trust into people who are supposed to know more than me. And someone's done the calculations there, and they've they've they've, they've obviously got it wrong. And I understand look, Jürgen, we're gonna they all get injured at different times. But not for the time. we fine. Come on, look, it's mad, isn't it? It's you know, fucking the, yeah. mad. But like we, but like we went, we 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 had four centre halves, and three of them were injury prone, and we never, no one ever went. We need five centre halves. We had four and we got and we managed to get through. It was fucking. It was it's fucking. Until we didn't. We, and then we got, then we got <laughs> rid of one, and then that was fucking stupid. When we had, we decided three was going to be enough, it's was the, more on it. Okay, we, we, ten midfielders though for three positions. Should I don't care been. how injury prone they are. Should be more than enough to get you through. A, get you through. Should the have, like, they've made mistakes. We'd all agree they've made mistakes, but the flips that's irrelevant. Now we'll get to January. You can't fix that till January. Yeah. So like Chris keeps saying all like. It's on this. It's on this lot. It's on the manager, the coaches, and the players to fix it. You can't just buy someone out. So tough shit. Where they, they should have bought someone. They know that. They've begrudgingly done it. It's, if he's good enough, we'll find out. It, it could be that Artemelo's brilliant and sort boxes loads off. Thiago coming back will help. But it's ultimately, you can't look for excuses when you're in these because you can't. Fix Thiago's that. the one though, and, and yeah. circling all the way back to the point at the beginning, he looks like he's in form already, and. He is the most now the most influential player Liverpool have. Yeah, and it is on his shoulders whether Liverpool improve. We or said not. this for a couple of years, and look at Jordan Henderson is maybe on starting to we're starting to see creaks in his you know his abilities or whatever. We've been a, we've always been a better team with Jordan Henderson in that midfield. That team has been built in Jordan Henderson's image because he's Jurgen Klopp on the pitch. And we've we said for in the title in the Champions League winning season, title winning season, we were all we always played better with him in the midfield. And it's not necessarily it's because he doesn't score loads of goals, he doesn't get loads of assists. And it's not just about running around. It is leadership on the pitch. It's guys who, when you're in the shit, you turn to and looking at the moment. You're right when a couple of lads. You, even great players can have off days and can struggle mentally. It's the what Jordan Henderson very rarely struggles mentally in football games, and Thiago very rarely struggles mentally. James Milner very rarely struggles mentally in football games, but unfortunately now James Milner's wearing the captain's armband for Liverpool on the pitch at thirty-seven. Yeah, I'd actually disagree with that that point about Milner. I think Milner is one of the best vice captains or captains a football club can have, yeah. but I actually don't think he's a good captain on the field. I think he can set standards by being on the field, but sometimes he can go a little bit too much and too hard. And he did yeah. that in Naples, to be but quite that, honest that with that you. Stupid yellow card. Yeah. And, and, that, and, and Jordan wouldn't do that. Yeah. Jordan doesn't do yeah. that. Jordan keeps it calm and keeps everyone's standards up without having to play mad tackles like that and yeah. pick up yellow cards. And he's just, look, again, this is the thing where we'll never know. Does he make those? Is he better three years ago? Does the, are these less issues he's fighting against himself? He's probably fighting against his own legs. Set, he's fighting against probably Lothar, about six of our starting eleven were better three years ago. Yeah, and that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. To be quite honest, but, with you. but Jordan Henderson, in terms of him creaking and stuff, I also disagree with that. I think when you see what he does on the field, he might not light up the highlights reel. 
It doesn't matter. It's about putting points on the board, and, and Hendo historically has put points on the board for us when he's in the side, you know, and that's what matters. Yeah. The same with Genie Wijnaldum. Still a big miss to this day. These lads are not going to be. This is the thing, and this is where what transition happens, and you're left with this sometimes where play, certain players are out. Trent Alexander Arnold, all this talk about him being a future Liverpool captain. Well, we're going to see that in the next couple of weeks, whether he's capable of being that or not. You know, is he prepared to d- dig in and do the dirty work and build from that? Because the thing, I think he's trying to do to be Steven Gerrard. I think he's trying to be the guy that wins the games of football for us. And I know, look, he's not expected to defend and all that, but I think it's like I said this the other week: our back four, our back five, including the DM, need to get that shit box first. Put your hard yards in, make us solid first and foremost, and then earn the right to go and be the guy who goes. Well, back to the moment. chicken and the egg, though, because yeah. if the front three don't press, the back four are fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah. that's what I mean. I, yeah. And that question before, what's the company, epicenter? Yeah. All three of us disagreed. Like, if the Jürgen doesn't know what the epicenter is, you can't solve the fucking issue. So let's hope he does. It's got to. It has to be in the midfield, and it has to be because. The front three, they've got, we've got great players in the front three. You are, whether Bobby Firmino's on the way down or whatever, is still, he doesn't need to be faster. He doesn't, you know, his, his brain hasn't gone. He's actually contributing really well in football in football games, by and large. We've pretty much got our best back five or a variation on our best back five with the goalie, our best DMs in there. Maybe it's the other, maybe it's him being knackered. I don't know, I can't. Just win a game of football, Liverpool, and then you know what? Win the one that follows yeah. it, and the one after that, and the one after that, and then let's talk. Um, I like that. Do that. Do what he said. Yeah, it's a good plan. More from us, podcast extra. Uh, the poll results uh, sit at would you be more or less likely to watch podcast extra if Steve took his top off? More likely 57%. So the, the less likely he's reined it in a little bit. Um, we're going to be live in about 15 minutes after this podcast finishes uh, over on redmanplus.com with Podcast Extra. Uh, we're going to be chatting more about all the stuff that you all tell us off for talking about on the actual Ooh, podcast. Oh, the government. Yeah, and, and the monarchy and probably religion as well. Why can not? I just say, we, we, I don't think we solved anything in that chat, but I enjoyed it. No, but you can't it. solve any of it, can you? That's, that's the We that's did. The we found, I found that the root cause is Jürgen needs to find out what the problem yeah. is and recognise yeah. it. Agree to and disagree. the lads need to win... Four games on the bounce. Sure, yeah. That was the job done. Yeah. Fucking easy, this football management. Yeah. Make your lads, the podcast yeah. could have been a bit shorter. Like. Jürgen, make your lads play better. Lads fucking play better. There yeah. you go. Done. Yeah. Simple. Agreed. 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 Let's move forward. And we should have bought a midfielder in the summer. Yeah. I mean, obviously. obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, more from us. Podcast extra, redmenplus.com. Hope to see you over oh, there. Oh, and Alison's got great hair. He's got great hair. Okay, God, these are grey hair. I was like, he probably has after this open into the season. Like, <laughs> um, right, cool, 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 cool. More from us. Uh, check us out over on Plus. Uh, we we'll hope to see you there in video and in podcast form. You guys are amazing, and you guys are amazing too. Thank Especially you, Steve. Great to have you back. It was a pleasure to be here. Uh, yeah, see you all soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to RedmenPlus.com and sign up now. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.